All right. Well, I'm glad everybody had a great new year. Oh, yeah. We're doing fantastic over here. Hey, John, are there any schools you'd like to shoot? Up? <laughs> <laughs> my, my number one resolution for this year is advocate for less school shootings. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. And we need to dig into that. Not at all. <laughs> that was like when you're in freshman philosophy and some kid tries to own the professor by by being like, well, if the fire spirit is the earth spirit and the earth spirit is the Operon is everywhere, does that mean when I eat a brownie, it's actually my own shit? And the <laughs> professor has to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you trying <laughs> to own me by eating shit? What the, f- what the fuck classes are you taking that involve fire and earth spirits? Like, what the hell we is going on? Florida Florida I know, hey, I was going to... Pre-Ionian Greek philosophy, that's the one. That existed at Florida State because just like if you're running a mafia, you have to have one legitimate looking front. And they went with a class on Ionians knowing no one else in the state could check them on what was being taught. <laughs> was this one of the student-athlete courses? Like, what are you, <laughs> is this? It wasn't supposed to be, but on week two, he tried putting up a truth table. Is that what it's called? What? A truth table, a logic table. This is a, a real philosophy thing. And the class revolted so hard, he just went, ah, fuck it, everyone, I'm raising your, <laughs> your, everyone's getting an extra 35 points on their test. Let's just move on to the next chapter. We never went back to it. That's like a foundational thing if you need to do work in like philosophy <laughs> academia. But he knew nobody in that room ever would. Oh, that's a real that's a real quality Florida education right there. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. Oh, no, he's that, not. That's 100% <laughs> that's, real. That's a definitely an accurate thing to happen. Jesus Christ, Florida. There's just one kid that just he kept no matter what would <laughs> no matter what the thing would be be like, "Okay, if every atom contains elements of everything, does that mean that my tongue has elements of shit on it right now?" It's like <laughs> Stop doing this. <laughs> it got to a point where the first time it was like, oh, he's got a wacky sense of humor. The fourth time it was like, is someone going to call the police? <laughs> like, so, so how everyone has like one speck of ash of Hitler in them or something? Bro, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was one of, oh, no. I think it was probably a, a stand up uh, comedian bit or something about that. All right. You guys want to rock? Oh God! I mean, we we're just we're just hitting it out of the ballpark so far. So I guess yeah, let's do this. I just before we go on, just I, I want to get this out of the way so no one has to talk about it. The Cortez dancing video. Yeah. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see it. I mean, I don't know, like whatever. <laughs> they just posted a video uh, where she looks like she's a cool kid uh, who dances and has friends with, with people. Damn. Yeah. No. It's I, just like. Look at this young woman enjoying her life with her friends. It's like, uh, okay. It's okay. like the, the Beto Rook thing where it was, hey, <laughs> you really want this this punk guy who probably fucks a lot to be your representative? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, a lot of people. Except she looks even more normal. Hers is like totally normie. Oh, she's, she's dancing and having fun with her friends. No weird hairstyles, no strangeness whatsoever. Just all very normal shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, at age 15, I was dancing the Macarena a whole lot of times. Uh, Hell yeah, go for, off, for for, <laughs> for for um, high school girl-related reasons, but... You danced the Macarena for high school... You were at Wait. a lot of dances. They played the Macarena fucking constantly. Oh, and that was like the alpha move there, is to do the Macarena... Well, yes, because they're all doing it, and you want to be dancing with them, and you... You make some sacrifices in your life. That is Damn. not a very big one in the grand scheme of things. No, you're yeah, right. Rob. No, no, I, actually, I, I, you know, you, you are right. It made sense then uh, doing the Macarena to attract high school girls. And I'm just glad that like that embarrassing things behind you. And now you're doing the floss dance to attract teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, first of all, wait a minute. First of all, that wouldn't be teenage girls. It'd be like preteen girls at the oldest. Are you about to explain the pedophilia to me right now? (laughs) Right. John's in good form. Oh, he's having a good new year. Yeah. Okay. So that was a great chunk on uh, AOC. (laughs) 
But yeah, yeah what, no, I, but is it is the video anything? Is like I saw a bunch mm, of stills of it at work, and I just saw people no. yelling about it, and I was like, honestly, this it's a giant. Seems like whatever. <laughs> it's a giant. It's a giant nothing. Yeah, yeah. The, the honestly, the most interesting thing about it is that the Democrats felt compelled to release a counter. Like, like they're so lame that they're like, we need to counter this, and so they put out a, a story that was well, you know, she might have danced, but she also won uh, her tenth grade science fair. <laughs> They got photos of her just like at, at age 14 standing next to like a, a mini particle accelerator and then put that out to counter the narrative. Someone got paid $10 million to come up with that strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's why I'm telling you hold the thought, John. Yep, yep. No, that's fair. I, I should have guessed. Oh no worries. Okay, no, that's so... great. Well, we'll just cut it off with I don't know whatever the last thing was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so pop it up, Soviet Union. Here we go. Pop it up, up, Soviet Union. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's I'm the bebop. Play that instead of the anthem now. <laughs> that's the bebop Protestant guy, but for <laughs> leftist communism. Bop it up, scoop it up, bop Marxism, Leninism, uh, Trotsky, bop chewu. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need more of that. It's a that, callback that to an episode that no one here <laughs> listened to. That's our new outro music. Uh, I'm playing that in place of the intro theme this week. So that that happened, and now let's get to the week that, that was and lead us. All right, everyone, welcome back to Dumb and Awful. Uh, we've been on a short holiday break and have reconfigured our production schedule to make sure that we deliver you this beautiful, beautiful baby podcast every Monday morning is what we're trying to promise you in 2019. And I'm sure that we will get at least two weeks in before we break that promise. Well, I am Brett. about your production schedule. No, fuck you, Rob. Yeah, fuck your production schedule. We are. This is this nobody's, is not happening. No, nobody's like. But it's Thursday in the morning is when I wanted it. Now he's talking about Monday. You I try, actually you think there are people to, who do that. You even tried to do an introduction, and we just ignored you. That is not happening. Not great. All right. And Soviet Union thing ends. Bop, boop, boop, scoop. Bop, bop, Trotsky. Bop, 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 Eastern Germany. Vaguely anti-Semitic. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome back to Dumb and Awful 2019. We finally made it. Maybe this will be the year we finally get a revolution. I am Brett. This is John, and I'm being extra dumb this year. And this is Rob, having noticed, like, all of the watchers that this was not the week when John has the greatest riff performance of all time. I'll see you next week, guys, as we wait <laughs> and we watch. All right, well, since it is a new year, we're going to talk about our goals for the year and the things we're most looking forward to. And then we're going to play a little end-of-the-year quiz show, just to really... Get us started in the best possible way, and because uh, it's just easier for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched about this because it means I did no prep whatsoever. <laughs> Read, not this week, motherfuckers. I kicked back, <laughs> had a couple brewskis, and now it's all about me saying dumb shit about the dumb shit in our government. Here we go. <laughs> So you're sad you didn't have to read any like long articles about like random Chinese authors being imprisoned this week. I don't know anything about Barry Weiss's weekend, and that's fine for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let us stay as far away from the New York Times opinions page this year. So going. Why don't we start with you, John? What are your personal and political goals for the year? Uh, to not read a single op-ed. That's like number one. Like if I can get through this year not doing that, that would be fantastic. Dude, if uh, you can get through the month, I'm going to be impressed. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're going to make me and I'm going to hate it and I'm going to cry. But I, let's see. Like, I mean, personally, I don't like personally, I don't have many goals for this year. Like it's just all real simple. Just keep going forward. Survive the Democratic primary. That's the goal for the year. 
It's like, I'm going to just fucking hate myself if I'm not a Trotskyist by the end of this year. If I'm not, like, hoping for hoping for these, like, the, the Soviet invasion, then I'm going to consider that a win. There's no way that when the primary starts, you're not going to get hit by some op-ed. Someone is, one of them is going to be so dumb. And even with you preparing yourself for how dumb it's going to be, fucking David Brooks is going to write, like, Duterte, oh, the original thought. And you're going to read it. I mean, I, I think the worst part is like any op-ed is going to come out and then someone else is going to write an op-ed about how that's like Russian propaganda. Like I'm sure the words Russian propaganda are going to be said more than any other words this year. Well, Trump, but yeah, uh, that's a fair point. So your, your goals are mostly, well, the admirable one. I do think it's important every year to have a goal that's wildly unrealistic just to have something to really stretch for. For and some of us, it's op-ed. having sex. For others, it's <laughs> the Democratic primary. Who can say uh, what is more out of reach? <laughs> I do appreciate, John, that your out of reach one is is avoiding op-eds rather than not watching anime. That's that's good of you to know know what weaknesses oh. are. Oh, actually, I made a res- <laughs> I made a resolution. The bells After- of no <laughs> I like the idea of of you just running and someone at the next treadmill looking over and just seeing Death Note. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're sort of nodding solemnly, but also really out of breath. (laughs) No, I was I was doing that for there was a for I was in the gym at work for a while while I was watching like uh, Kill La Kill. That was kind of a mistake. Like I'm sure someone looked over at one point and that that well that that shows like. Just so much near softcore nudity that ugh. oh boy, I don't know, it that, wasn't great. That's awkward. Quick, put put over. Let's pick something safe like this Bible black thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- this podcast makes it seem like I watch like an incredible amount of anime. Is I really don't. It's fault? just a normal. <laughs> Point fingers no, it's a, already. No, it's, a fa- it's a fact that it's my personal Florida. Anime. My personal Florida. <laughs> written by John. <laughs> illustrated by John. <laughs> what, are you, what are you most and least looking forward to this year, John? What am I most looking forward to this year is the centrist Democrats eating a ton of shit. Like, I think it's going to happen. Biden's going to go. Beto O'Rourke is also eating a bunch of shit. Now, if we can just... If- if the AOC can keep this going, if we can find a bunch of other young socialists to run and start get and start picking up momentum through the year and just pushing out a bunch of old dog Democrats, that is what I'm looking forward to the most. What I'm dreading the most is the actual uh, Democratic primary. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. There's like an 80% chance some some hell world person's going to get in. Everyone's going to, uh, all, everyone in the media is going to pretend they're really progressive. They're going to get elected. And then everyone from fucking Goldman Sachs is just going to join their administration. And then we're going to elect a fascist in four years. That's what I'm dreading. Well, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, what did you expect when you asked that question? Yeah, this is is mostly on you. Like, he was going to be like, I don't know, Evangelion's coming out. Actually, ignore that, because that's coming back later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought he'd just stop with the primary. I didn't think he would play out the next five years for me. I don't, I mean, that's just, that's just what plays in my head constantly. It's like, oh, okay, like, we're going to. We elect Beto or Rourke or something. Well, what exactly is going to happen? It's like, well, we know we know exactly what's going to happen. When Obama got fucking elected, he gave it. He, he gave, gave a us good all speech and... sore thighs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sore cra- calves, Rob. Oh, Come my on. cramped calves, bro. Maybe your calves. <laughs> That's right. My calves took Obama just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Got that deep quad burn. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, John. What about you, Rob? What are your uh, personal and or political goals for the year? Personal goals. You know, this is something me and my family have spent a lot of time talking about and then never really doing. And, you know, we're all getting a little bit older. It just sort of felt like if it's not going to happen now, then it's never going to happen. And so me and a couple other people have committed to slob squatting only on organic surfaces in 2019. 
I don't know that's if good familiar. of you. Are you familiar with the Slav squat? Uh, you should explain it for our listeners who don't know. All right. So, like, sit down like you're a catcher, you know? Okay. Like, butt in the air, both feet facing forward. Now, somehow, turn those feet 90 degrees outward. And then raise yourself up about halfway to what's comfortable. And <laughs> when you feel, like, out of sorts and, and weird and just constant pain, you've experienced the Slav squat. <laughs> that is our natural, most comfortable position. Um, Are you supposed to wear any sort of garments while you're doing this? I'm literally wearing Adidas track pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. That's a verifiable fact. Is something on fire in the background? I, this apart, Again, unironically, it smells like smoke, but that's because someone tried to do the popcorn that isn't in the microwave, and for you fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, 2019, you know, it's about connecting. The Slav squat is, it's an old ethnic tradition. It's meant to connect the Slav to the earth, you know, to the mud from which he was spawned. <laughs> and uh, if I'm honest, the last year had a lot of slob squatting in subway stations, sidewalks, the weird uh, strip of asphalt at a gas station be between the main gas station and where you take the key to the men's room, that little outhouse. <laughs> if I'm being honest, there's a lot of squatting in that particular zone. Um, but from now on, parks, beaches, abandoned quarries, you know, the sorts of places that my ancestors uh, intended. Shout out to the Indo-Eurasians. You've done good. <laughs> oh and politically um uh i guess evangelion comes out in april <laughs> is that is that what you're also you, most looking forward to so you're going to be just called walking russian propaganda you realize like someone's just going to walk by see you in your squatting tracksuit and just look at you and just like <gasps> rt how is that different than now well, look a broken yeah, clock is right <laughs> twice a day <laughs> That's true. When when do we get our Putin checks? Like, is this a thing we have to do in particular, or like, how does this work? You like, you're handling it, Rob, right? Uh, yeah, I just I I'm working on it. I'm a little tentative because the last time uh, one of my, someone in my family was told to show up to get a Putin check, it was the cat in forest, and <laughs> the, there were almost no checks there. Um, big time I mean, ripoff. <laughs> I mean, I'll just take one of those giant chocolate sculptures of a, of one of the places where someone just mysteriously got polonium poisoning. <laughs> like, uh, you saw that Russia Today sent the giant chocolate sculpture of a cathedral where uh, two where two Russians, uh, like, spies were uh, were mysteriously poisoned earlier yeah, last that's year. That's a sort of that's a sort of cool uh, Lekchek and Rus fun that we like to have out in Eastern Europe. You know, <laughs> no, this yeah, was in the UK. Oh, really? Oh, that's, yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it was. Maybe that's why it involved a, a, a chocolate cathedral, whereas the actual Polish Russian pranks are like inviting the president to a memorial for Cat and Forest, and then his plane crashes and kills his whole family. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> that actually happened. Got us. <laughs> oh, those old Russian pranksters. So my turn, uh, my personal and political goals for 2019, uh, personal, get better at the decorating aspect of baking without sacrificing any flavor. Uh, been watching a little too much Great British Bake Off, if such a thing is possible. And between that and the Christine McConnell show that came out on Netflix around Halloween, I really want to up my game as far as making stuff look incredible, but I refuse to use gum paste or fondant because it tastes like ass. <laughs> So it's pretty high on the list. Um, okay, I gotta ask: How do you feel about inedible accru accruchements, whatever, on cakes? Uh, largely, they're bullshit. If everything doesn't taste good, what is even the point? Thank you, thank you. Aesthetics. I mean, I, the answer would be aesthetics. There's lots of things that are beautiful that don't taste good, like human yeah, beings or buildings. But they're also not something that you cook or bake you're, you're literally prepping food and then making it inedible which is fucking ridiculous that's the problem i have with it but i will say things that are purely decorative that aren't even like nominally edible i have less of a problem with it's the stuff that's in between like fondant where you can eat it but why would you it tastes terrible that's the stuff that right. actually really irritates me so if someone saying, puts like a flower next to their cake or on the cake like yeah whatever yeah. like that's not my favorite thing but eh, if it looks nice it looks nice that at least, yeah. like, I know I'm not eating that thing, right? The the stuff where you're like, oh, you can eat it. And it's like, yeah, but 
Why, why would I? So it's like the garnish with a steak. <laughs> if it if it doesn't if it doesn't add to the flavor, uh, I personally I don't really get the point. Or if it at least doesn't detract from the flavor, because that's the other thing. You heard it here, folks. If you like plating, fuck you from Brett. No, I disagree. I'm going. I'm going one level higher than that. If you're gonna plate, plate something that looks good and still tastes incredible. Don't sacrifice flavor. You heard Roll it, folks. On. When you're plating, go one level higher. Or fuck you from Brett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I want to do that. I want to. Uh, Find a new job that's not complicit in capitalism. That's a, it's a real, that's my my stretch goal for the year. Yeah, and the one that you were thinking about was uh, I was kicking around the idea of trying to become a real estate agent or a realtor. Yep, the in, least complicit whoa. in capital jobs. <laughs> yeah, we found it. Oh man, so, it's a so twist ending. Be, so you're going to be the person that just tells everyone that t- just goes up and says to everyone, oh, you know, I don't think this neighborhood is right for you, depending on, like, your skin color, if you're, like, aiming for, like, the the mysteriously cheaper neighborhood uh, in, in in a location that just, ha- that just happens to have, for some mysterious reason, like, 80% of the minorities in the city live there. So here's, here's where I want to separate a thing. Well, I don't Brett, think... Every sh- client you have will be the type of people who, by the fact that they're talking to you, can purchase a home. That's not exactly uh, between that and the alternative. That doesn't feel like the most revolutionary, uh, <laughs> radicalizing potential group for you to be interacting with for the cause of anything okay. on the left. Fair point, but there are regular people who buy small homes that aren't wealthy, especially if I'm yeah. not living in the Northeast or the West Coast, right? If I'm not in those two regions, houses are a little more in the range of normal ass people affordable, right? So, I have no idea. I'm taking this on faith. Yeah. Y- yes, I know. You, Miami and New York are your two. Uh, imagine if you lived well outside of New Orleans, how cheap those houses are, relatively speaking. Oh, I assume right? they just gave those to you if you did enough racism. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what socialism is all about. Bernie 2020. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that real estate is, is structurally complicit. Right. I mean, you get in the argument of like private ownership of land is. Yeah, that's a pretty big argument evil. you could get into. Yeah, no, I know. And that's fine. I, and I'm not disagreeing with with that necessarily. Yeah, that's that's too but, smart of a thing. We're, we're, we're aiming for dumber. But what you guys are mostly talking about is uh, the people who interact in that job and who who your clientele are, which like I could be anything. You could do business clientele and mostly work with like small restaurants. And I don't think that's inherently evil or complicit. Right. If you're just helping small restaurants find little shops to open up in or storefronts, like I don't see anything like particularly great about that. But also don't use foot in door rhetoric on me, sir. I've also <laughs> read Cialdini. <laughs> my my only knowledge of how to run a small restaurant comes from watching uh, episodes of Kitchen Nightmares. So don't have the greatest opinion on this. The secret ingredients abuse. <laughs> uh, usually, yes. Uh, the other bit of it is one, I think it's useful information to know every job I've had so far has been complicit. Just so we're clear, I am like deep into the capitalist system with everything I've done. Uh, this would be the first time I'm finally getting the fuck away from it. So let's put that out there for context. I'm, I'm not great at this. Uh, I do think it's useful information to know. It's good to know how the system works. I have found that really valuable on the business side understanding how the current capitalist system works makes the criticisms a little more effective and easier to find. So you can finally win the discourse. No, no, <laughs> it's not for other people. I like knowing things like, it's so you're saying it's inherently selfish for you to be a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see, like when you come into the logic dojo, you either come at a hundred percent or don't enter. It's disrespectful to me. That's fair. And my, my last point here is that even if you consider the job inherently complicit, it is one of the few jobs regular people can do without a college degree, have an okay living, um, and millions of people have it. Are all of them automatically complicit in evil? Are you taking a job with your advanced degrees from one of the very Yeah, I was going to say, sectors? aren't you just taking one of those jobs from those people? <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> just imagine Morpheus from that movie. That's me right now, but with logic. All right, so real estate's out. <laughs> I'll, uh, oh, tune in. Tune in you, next week as I come up with a new plan. I just put on you, the you sickest could, pair of Oakleys. 
I mean, if you want, like, the most horrifying conversation I had over the holidays, my mother was talking to me about what a great investment uh, drug treatment centers are right now. Because I, that, of, that, that's one that I've heard a lot. And also uh, trailer parks and storage units as you prep for the next recession, the rich. So that way you can squeeze people with nothing. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Capitalism, baby. Oh, man. Oh, man. That, do you know what that means, though? We are going to have some awesome episodes of those uh, of those uh, shows. Storage you, Wars. Storage Wars. We are going to get some great new seasons. Oh, another body. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, find a new job that's not complicit. Uh, politically organized more with the DSA. And then most looking forward to finally escaping from D.C., uh, moving to Denver in a few weeks. And, and a noble goal. I, I spent, that, that one's fucking happening. I spent a week in D.C. and man. And and then I have one that's both the most and it's the thing I'm both most and least looking forward to at the same time. And that is seeing every single 2020 candidate do an Instagram live video where they cook. Hell Yeah. Least looking forward to it because they're all going to be terrible, but most looking forward to it because. Well, wait, does that mean so, they all haven't already? I thought like. No, they, not yet. Listen, oh, there's there's like 30 of them running. We've only got like four or five oh, so God. far. Right now we have Elizabeth Warren um, to go with Beto. Uh, AOC isn't running, but she's obviously been doing it for a bit. Uh, we've had Gillibrand just post pictures of her cooking. <laughs> And same with uh, Kamala Harris. They'll they'll do the instas. Those are happening. Of course, of course. Those are on the way. I kind of love it though because if all of politics is going to be a bullshit, dumb dog and pony show, it's so nice that they're finally playing in a medium that I understand and know a lot about. Like, great, yeah, no, this this works. You guys should do a baking challenge instead of a fucking debate. Awesome. Let's just lean into this, guys. I like the fact too that I mean. Traditionally, politicians can't even pretend to be human for five seconds at a time. That's how you get like Pokemon go to the polls. And I love to Dougie <laughs> Hillary Clinton 2015. But so. this is just more airtime. So it's more opportunity for them to expose who they really are. And that, that can only be good for voters. That's an unironic. I think that's a good thing. Agreed. Because just like we talked about with the... Um, with my like pre-K teacher that had to riff for an hour long prayer to punish me in uh back in Florida. We, seeing politicians have to riff for an hour and a half while making pork chops is it's gonna be delightful. We're it's already been great. Yeah. We already found out that Beto has a snake automatically disqualified. And that Elizabeth Warren uh doesn't fuck around with booze, which I appreciate. People gave her a lot of shit for that, but I was like, ah, that's I don't have a problem a, with that. There's a lot of straight edge, like uh, types in Massachusetts. Yeah, when you say doesn't fuck with booze, is, you mean like being sober? No, no, no. I mean like she just went straight for the bottle of wine. Uh, Sam's oh. glass. No, no she she oh. got a Michelob Ultra, I thought. Oh, I know. She had another one where she had wine, too. Oh, uh, she's like, well, people are really responding to this Michelob Ultra. <laughs> um, maybe I'll even pour myself a Pinot Grige. I don't know. What do you think? Also, we know that is authentic. No one, no fucking consultant in the universe said like, you should drink a Michelob Ultra. That'll make you seem approachable. We're, we're actually trying to micro-target to Michelob Ultra moms <laughs> uh, who used to vote for Romney but now masturbate to Beto. <laughs> this is going mean, to work she, great. She did hire one of Hillary Clinton's people, so that, that genius plan might have come from them. We're polling great among people that give 23andMe as a gift to people who never requested it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You ready for our uh, 2018 year in review quiz show? Hell yes. I am going to wolf blitzer this shit. I think <laughs> once you see my answers, you will know the answer to that question, sir. That'll be the only question, ironically, I am able to answer successfully. Makes you think. <laughs> Great. Glad, glad I prepped these questions for us. Is there an anime category? If so. Uh, no, our first category, our first game is when was it? So I am going to give you an 2018. Event, and you were going to tell me if it was in 2018, 2017, or in the before times. Oh, God. Like, well, 2018, barely... 2018 was a decade long. I don't remember anything from 2017 at this point. So, yeah, let's hit me. Hit, hit me. So... 
first question. Uh, this one's for you, John. So this year, John McCain died of brain cancer. Woo! When was when was he diagnosed? Oh, um, gosh, he was he was diagnosed uh, like a while ago, right? He's been like a walking corpse for years. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'll say 2017. I think it was before that, but like I said, feels like uh, a decade ago. Can, can I weigh in here because I know the answer? You absolutely can. Uh, through Deal the power it. of logic and grammar, I notice your sentence structure indicates that you want to know when he was diagnosed of being dead this year. Well, this year was 2018. <laughs> I'll collect those points. Owned yet again. Uh, right, well, one point to John. He was diagnosed with brain cancer in 2017. Woo! This is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> this is your problem. It was your mistake. Sir, this is not Jeopardy. All right, that's that's plus one point in 2017's favor. The uh, listeners taking, will reward taking me the tally up like, to minus one ninety six. <laughs> this is like one of those uh, tests you get in elementary school, where the teacher gives you a test and says, "Read the instructions carefully," and it says at the top um, on each one, mark A, B, C, or D, but actually don't mark anything and turn it in ten minutes from now for an automatic A. And then, you know, some kids do the test because they didn't read the directions and others go and in 10 minutes they turn it in. And then the teacher gives them a zero because they paid too much attention to fucking nerds. That's you for not giving me the point right now. Aren't you the one who's paying too much attention in this in circumstance? Yeah, and I'm being you... penalized. I'm saying you're the weird teacher that's flunking people for following directions. I'm not going to listen the... to a single word of this next question. <laughs> you have Continue. To... Good luck getting okay, through to don't, me. This is don't paradise avoid, right now. And don't I don't even want to be cool. ball this. <laughs> <laughs> Rob gets a sympathy point for his exhausting argument. <laughs> hey, full scholarship to Florida State University. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, here's your, your backup question because you refuse to play. Uh, <laughs> when did a rogue Twitter contract suspend Trump's account during his last day at work? Oh, okay. I got this. Here we go. His last day at work would be... What year was it? it so, if the inauguration... Hmm. Okay, calculating. <laughs> um, that is... His one. being the Twitter contractor. So, so, did Rob buy a silent keyboard so that he could type all this into Google? If you no. think uh, it's amazing, and I'm actually honored you that your read on me is that I'm cheating at trivia, as opposed to just going like, oh, fuck, I don't give a shit if everyone knows I don't know. Uh, 2017. You are correct. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a thing that happened last year. Two you years were, ago. Shit. You, fuck. you remember before 2018? First try, no warm-up. <clears throat> Hell yeah. All right, John, this one's for you. Uh, All right, is, hit me. This is... This is a quote from our good pal and longtime show friend, Senator Chuck Schumer. Absolute after, pimp. After passing the stimulus, Democrats should have continued to propose middle-class oriented programs and built on the partial success of the stimulus. But unfortunately, Democrats blew the opportunity the American people gave them. We took their mandate and put all of our focus on the wrong problem, health care reform. And he was. this was when he was discussing an upcoming election. Oh, God. I'm going to say, like, Oh, fuck. Is this before or after he was talking to fictional people in his head? Uh, I'll say I'll say this was right before the 2018 election, because this sounds like the shit what he was saying when he was like talking to like that fictional Mormon family in his skull. Unfortunately, no, this was the before times. Oh, <clears throat> damn. This was before 2016. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that makes sense, but geez, yeah, he's been I bad didn't forever. Think he had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rob, I mean, that, that actually shows captures like captures the point. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, that, that, that that's an evergreen Chuck Schumer quote. It was like so boring. I forgot half of what you said by the time you finished it. It was just like just immediately fell out fell out of my ears. Tactically, uh, we sucks. made a mistake by focusing on keeping people alive. It's a weird take, Chuck. It is, and that's why we're going to win in 2016. Mm, maybe not. We're no longer focused on keeping people alive. Oh shit! This guy's running even further to the right on murdering everybody. Fuck. Didn't work out, Chuck. All right, Rob, this one's for you. Rand Paul get his ass beat by his neighbor and have six ribs broken. <laughs> uh, the before times, because um, it made me have hope for a better world. Incorrect. 2017. 
I was going to say, let us hope it's it's all three. Let it be every year Rand Paul gets his ass beat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because the year sucked, but that was a sweet bomb. Knowing that, that was, that was a beautiful moment. Engaged you know, in 20, discourse with him. So I'm going to say 2017, way better year than 2018, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how, that's how like, downward slopes work, though. <laughs> <laughs> every year's progressively worse, John. Yeah, that was a yeah. beautiful, beautiful <laughs> moment in history. Uh, especially because he and his team tried to spin it as the reason he got his ass beat by this also diminutive doctor who lived next door. They're both like five four, five five. Uh, they tried to spin it as he beat him up because he's an evil leftist. And I was like, no, actually, you're both weird fucking psychopaths about your yard. I'm like, Listen, if you start putting your brush on my lawn, we are going to have problems. <laughs> Oh, no, it was even better than that. Rand Paul drove his lawnmower in a way that caused all of the debris to fly onto the other guy's yard. <laughs> I, thought Not, was, I thought it was just like... Just like fuck. Just fuck. Come on. <laughs> just, it's so That's, crazy I those mean, guys can't fuck culturally. I mean, just let to them be fuck. fair, to be fair, that is like the middle, that, that is like the suburban equivalent of like walking up to someone and just slapping him in the face with a glove. No, oh, this, yeah. this is this is so much more intimate. Like, it's like, I don't care if you see that I'm doing this. You need to know. This is where <laughs> I think it belongs. You'll find this yeah, later and think of me on this mower. We have we have one more wonderful event to close out this segment. This this little mini game for when was All it? Right. Uh, this one is going to John. John, uh, so Bannon was with the White House and then he left. Went back to Breitbart and then he left Breitbart. But when did he leave Breitbart? I mean, he he left in he left in 2017. He did not last that long, and then he went to Breitbart. But he like left Breitbart like almost immediately because like because like Breitbart like lost its funding or something. Like there was some fucking things where I know like this year was when Steve Bannon was getting like seven people to show up uh, for his talks, and but all of them were New York Times writers. Uh, so I'm gonna say 2017. Oh, you're incorrect. This is what? also kind of a, a trick question because it was January 9th of 2018. So we're almost oh, at the one year anniversary. Damn it. That's fu- so wait, so that means that came that that happened right as the the first shitty tell all book from someone in the Trump White House came out. The Fire yep. and Fury one. Yep. Not to almost be mistaken with the Omarosa one. Correct. It was almost immediately it, before that. All right, so at all the right. end of at the end of our first game, of which we only have three because we don't have all the time in the world, uh, Rob is leading by one, but we're close. <clears throat> so our next all game I is do called is win, win, win. You know how the song goes. Just play it out <laughs> and go to, to YouTube. Gonna have to lawyer ball my way back into this one. All right, ready for the next one? No, <laughs> absolutely not. This one's very I'm ha- simple. I'm having a day. <laughs> I'm gonna read a story, and you're gonna tell me if it happened in Florida or not Florida. I'm going to crush this. Yep. It's up your alley, buddy. All right. First one's to you, Rob. A former cook at a Hibachi restaurant. Florida. Next one. (laughs) It's in Broward County. (laughs) It was not in Broward County, but it was in Florida. Uh, A cook at a Hibachi restaurant. (laughs) That's uh, all I know. We get it. A cook at a Hibachi restaurant. Only in Florida. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me at least get to this bit. He, He went to prison for poisoning the Hibachi Express's yum yum sauce. And and he was caught on surveillance camera and immediately confessed. Florida's fuck. All right, John, this one's for you. I knew oh, that. God, I, so I, I knew. I'm just gonna presu- I'm just gonna presume it's from the Onion. So hit me with it. Wait, I just like I want to just point out. I knew that was Florida instantly because the person working at a hibachi is only a detail that gets included in a Florida story. Yep. Like like it was like <laughs> bank robbers in Somerville, Massachusetts, like somewhere in there. Maybe they'd be like, we're struggling as a hibachi person. But if it's a Florida guy like masturbating on the highway, it's like, hibachi cook goes hibachi wild. <laughs> if you're reading a bunch of Florida stories for this, yes, that is entirely true. All right, John, this one's for you. Uh, man charged with killing his girlfriend after or uh, over an argument because she was reading a book about voodoo to his son. I'm going to say not Florida. Eh, this one was oh, Florida. Wow. Damn. 
Oh, this is going to be one of those tricks where they're all Florida. Mm, maybe. Stop trying to break the metagame, you fucking nerd. <laughs> you can't so make access. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel slightly bad because the reason why Florida is known for all the crazy shit is just because they have they have a law that makes them publish all their police blotter stuff, so all these stories actually get out there. When plenty of the where if you told me that one, I was immediately thinking, well, of course, it's like Louisiana that happened there. Yeah, it's but called no. the, it's called the Sunshine Law. Yeah, that's the yeah, one yeah. good law Florida passed. Yeah, no, that, that law's freaking great. And not because it was progressive, just because people want to hear about the dumb shit their neighbor's doing. Because, like, the, the, the most Florida thing you can do is be pretty sure that your neighbor, as opposed to you, is a total dipshit. And this helps <laughs> to reinforce those beliefs. Which actually leads to some horribly violent antisocial behavior. But anyway, uh, back to the guy wanking on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, this one's for you. Uh, grandparents asked their grandson to clean his room. And as a result, he went and got a gun and shot his grandma in the head and then killed himself. Florida, not Florida. Mm, mm. You know what? This is tough. But Yeah, this could be literally anywhere. I'm going to say it's not Florida. You are accurate. This is in Arizona. Here's why I think that's the case. Uh, if you are an old person and you go to Florida, you're trying to escape your family and go somewhere where you can post <laughs> yes. Pepe memes as part of a community <laughs> that has a wall up for no reason. It's realizing a Trumpian fantasy and having your dumb kids around there like, I don't know, I think gay people are pretty cool. That's insufferable to you. And so I don't believe that that sort of family would exist in Florida where there's a multi-generational household of people that basically care enough about each other to kill each other. Correct. Not Florida. All right, John. So at a Goodwill, an odd item was found in the donation pile, a grenade launcher complete with a live grenade. Florida, not Florida. I'll say Florida, just because I want it to be true. Correct. And this was actually oh. in Tampa, my hometown, baby. Hell yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because that needed to be some military base place. Because yep. you, you don't just... Nearby. Florida people are usually the type that talk about like owning a grenade or like a Mauser from World War II. And you go like, okay, let's go look at it right now. And they're like, oh, actually, I, my cousin borrowed it. <laughs> this is someone that actually has it. So it's got to be like that Navy base there. Had it and donated it because that's how little they cared about it. Yeah, I got plenty of these at home. Y'all can have one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to the needy. All right, Rob, this is the last one's for you. There was a high school as part of their prom decorations. Uh, Florida. <laughs> that's the not theme, my real answer. The theme for this high school. This is going to be like Alabama or some shit. Was, was Welcome to the Jungle. And so as part of their decorations, <laughs> they used a live tiger uh lemur two parrots and a fox and while the school claimed the tiger was never harmed or in danger and was consistently accompanied by handlers the backlash forced the school to issue a statement apologizing here's what's so problematic about this and i understand why it's really the two thousand dollar jeopardy question here is that owning a lemur is extremely florida you mm -hmm. i don't mind saying because it doesn't affect me uh, you literally dated someone who owned multiple lemurs and monkeys. Parents. Who's apes. Parents? Apes, actually. They had yep. real full, eight, like chimpanzees or something, right? Spider monkeys. Yep. Yeah, so that's extremely Florida. On the other hand, having a tiger is Texas as fuck. It is. That's that's the issue. So I, I'm I, just slightly confused about uh, welcome to the jungle and you have a fox? Listen, I guess I guess I guess I shouldn't be confused that they're not totally down on their top topological regions, but yeah, you know what? Okay, cool, sure. John's convinced me. I believe that Florida people at least think themselves, or it's important to their self-realization that they be seen and perceived as someone that knows stuff about jungle fauna. So I'm gonna assume it's non-Florida. Ooh, this is actually Miami. Fuck, <laughs> that's gotcha. I was trying to think of where that sort of opulence would be, but. I didn't think Miami would... Someone in Miami definitely owns a fox. I was just thinking this could be like Houston or... But no, this is... Yeah. Oh, I know. That's why I liked it. That's a tough one. Where did they have the tiger stored in Miami? Oh, it, it's so it's many questions. it to be some drug dealer's house. I that's, had so many questions the... that this, this article did not answer. Literally, all it gave me was the like, this is what happened. Uh, PETA's angry. Like, who gives a fuck about PETA? Where did this tiger come from? Who just has a tiger in Miami? I just, where would you keep them? I don't understand. You think the neighbors would notice? 
It's a tough one. Well, actually, that didn't that happen in New York? Like, like uh, there's that famous picture of like a firefighter going up to a window and trying to like puzzle out how to get the tiger that was in someone's apartment out. Oh yeah, no, I don't know, but I remember that story. At the end of two rounds, still on top, baby. Rob is leading. All right, th- this one's worth double points, so I'm going to come back now. No, I this means you're going to get this. buried even harder. Natural <laughs> it, it competitor not, here. It is. It is not worth double points, but. We're going to go through this one semi-quickly. John, I don't mean to intimidate you before we go in the final round, but you're talking to a former state of Florida men's volleyball champion right now. (laughs) So buckle up, buddy. I'm about to take you into the deep water. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I have such an amazing mental image. Thank you. All right. Our next round, our next game is called Who Said and or Posted It? You're just going to tell me. This is all from 2018. Uh, other than one, which I will tell you is not from 2018. Mahmoud. And you're just going to tell me who, who this was. Mahmoud. All right, John, I'm going to start with you. This one. Uh, okay. Quote. I will say that if there ever was a moment to think not of your party, but of your country, this is it. This is not a moment for spin, deflection, justification, circling the wagons, forgetting, moving along to the next news cycle, or for more of Orwell's doublespeak. We in the Senate who have been elected to represent our constituents cannot be enablers of falsehoods. Oh, jeez. I I mean, it's we in the Senate, so it has to be a senator. There you go. That was a lot of nothing. Yeah. So I'll go with, I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with Chuck Schumer. I'll just... Jeff Flake. Yeah, it was Jeff oh, Flake. Oh, fuck. Boom. I'll give you, I'll give you another one so for extra feckless. points, Sean. Even Chuck which, Schumer can't be that feckless. Yep. Which, yeah, you're which, fair, fair. Which thing was he talking about? Which Trump thing was he talking about? Which Trump thing was that one talking about? That what event is, was this? I don't think that was Kavanaugh. Nope. So before that, oh, before Kavanaugh. So that's gotta be. It could be anything. Like, all right, fuck, that's a universal. Hate to call the clock on this guy, but he's really yep. fumbled the football. We're calling the clock. I've, I've whiffed. This Air, is ear mailed. This is from when Trump met Putin in Finland. You remember that? That happened in 2018. No. <laughs> Yeah, it was a big thing. Yeah. He met Putin. Putin made him look like a fucking idiot. Everyone freaked out for like three days. Even the Republicans pretended like they cared. And then it it died. It died so quickly, oh, you have yeah, no memory yeah. of oh, it. Yeah, okay, cool. It was treason of the highest order that changed the way a nation viewed its chief executive. And yeah. then uh, there was a new Handmaiden's Tale. So we all fucked off to that. Jeff Flake, by the way, net worth is... Just under 500K, which is pretty rare. Almost everybody else in the Senate is worth more than a million. Yeah, but can you uh, really put a price on that big-ass dick? <laughs> I was going to say, part of the reason net worth is low is because he's sitting on a cool three-quarters of a million in mortgages. So you know he's going straight to lobbying the minute he's done. Oh, yeah. All righty. Next one. This one's for you, Rob. Uh, this one's an easy one. Suddenly, oh, oh sure. I thought the last one was an easy one. I know. This one's easy. John, I'll give you an easy one too. Hold tight. Quote, suddenly America is the largest oil producer. That was me, people. Say thank you. Oh, Fuck, God. I know this one. Uh, is that not literally Donald Trump? Nope. I got it. John? It's, Obama. it's fucking Obama. There you go. Damn. I feel like we've, we've shown a mirror to society in that moment. <sighs> yeah. Just honestly, there's nothing to say there. I think me fucking yeah, just, it up by thinking it's Trump and him being Obama is like... Obama, by the way, uh, estimated net worth of forty million now, uh, mostly from everything that's happened post presidency. Awesome. He's pure class, baby. We need him back. I like I like how like the day after the election, he was pretty much already in Billionaire Island with like Br- Richard Branson. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, if you read his memoir, he he actually says uh, in one of the later chapters that one of his great regrets is that. He had to lead the executive branch during all the best times of the Lolita Express. And so, you know, now he's free. He can capitalize. <laughs> uh, That's true. He, he has really laid out a pathway for charismatic young people to get into the presidency. People will love you even if you're utterly mediocre. And when you leave, you can be wildly wealthy. I wish Obama was running in the current climate so we could see him do instant pot with that dog he's always eating. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be Remember amazing. that conservative meme? <laughs> yes, yes. Jesus. <laughs> All right, Rob, this one's for you. That was for me. It's my turn. Oh, sorry, you're right. John, on. this one's for you. <laughs> uh, 
This one is, well, you'll see when this one was from, uh, quote, I was certainly undecided. And after hearing Christine Ford's very compelling and painful testimony, I thought, oh my goodness, uh, he perhaps needs to withdraw. But then when he came back with such a forceful denial and the anger and anguish that he showed, and then the lack of co corroboration led me back to the fundamental issues that are fundamental to our legal system a presumption of innocence and fairness. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, Damn, I know. I know. Does it oh, start God. with an M? Can I get Can I get that hint? Does the name start with an M? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pass because I'm just. Okay, so I'll give you. I'll give you. Sucks. I'll give you this one. Then it's a Republican. In case yeah, I knew that. Right. I knew it was. I knew it was one of the. It's, it's. It is a Republican woman. It's not. It's not the one from fucking Maine, is it? What would her name be, John? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you half a point for the person from Maine. <laughs> It's, I'm not good names. It is. It is Susan Collins. Yes, thank you. God, she's worth about two to three million. That just seems shockingly low, even for Maine. Well, it does. Uh, it's interesting to track because all these come from the federal disclosures, and some of them do tricky shit with it. But yeah, yeah. two to four million. Hmm. All right, uh, Rob. This one's. I didn't. I didn't intend to give you the slam dunk ones. Um, Cory Booker. <laughs> I couldn't find a quote of his even worth putting in a quiz show. Uh, oh, but you, but, but Jeff Flake, that there you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, he says yeah, the same that, thing that every time. Easy. He yeah, <laughs> he only really says one thing every day, and it's just do we yeah, decide so exactly. to pay attention. I think I think that's my problem is like he like whenever someone starts talking from that sect, my I just literally tune it out immediately. It just it's white noise. I mean, it's probably smart. That's wise. It just means you're you're less good at this. All right, Rob. This one is uh, sort of two quotes. Uh, the person is talking uh, right after an election, and they say, uh, "You don't understand what it means to be a progressive," and then go on to say, "Nancy Pelosi." Uh, uh, you, you know, on the numbers, not on some Twittersphere dialogue. Nancy Pelosi. No. Incorrect. That is Cuomo Ooh. right after beating Cynthia uh. Nixon. <laughs> I was thinking, it immediately, Joe, That's Joe not Crowley That's not popped fair. into my head immediately. But I, I yeah, thought no, we were, Cuomo. I thought they had to be figures of like national political prominence. <laughs> that's why that fucked me up. Okay, so that's a bit of a rules snafu. So we'll go ahead and, we, I'm sure we uh -huh. can retake that one. Or just give me the point. It's fine. <laughs> he is worth about six and a half million, by the way. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, on paper. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. There's... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, again, to be clear, these are almost all very conservative. You can just go ahead and, and put the numbers up a lot higher. Although some of them, they're low just because they're sitting on massive mortgages, which is Jeff Flake, the man sitting on like a million dollar house. If anything, um, that's indicative of the actual wealth they have hidden away. Because yep. I'm more inclined to believe they actually can afford that because they're in positions of immense power and probably have the wealth to back it up. Rather than all of them are in suspiciously over leveraged mortgages. You know what I mean? Oh, no. It's actually uh, when you get wealthy enough, debt is no longer a bad thing. It's an opportunity right. cost is is the 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 percentage that I'm paying on the debt higher or lower than my opportunities to invest elsewhere. And if you're wealthy, your opportunities to invest are way better than any regular person's. Yeah. So it's so debt you, that doesn't reflect any real threat. Is my point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah, exert exactly. any real pressure. Exactly. And a lot of them will also store their uh, wealth with their spouse. Mm. It's a super common tactic. Uh, like one um, Kirsten Gillibrand, whose husband is a literal venture capitalist, and she claims to make about 500K or claims to be worth about 500K. Yeah, man, that's, that's not true. Yeah, actually, right, I actually don't care how All much right. she makes because I, you hire her like you hire the wolf from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> which is just to like be a dead-eyed psychopath that kills your enemies i'm keeping my eye on her <laughs> we all should all right john this one's a little bit easier quote i think europe needs to get a handle on migration because that is what lit the flame oh come on <laughs> oh is this is this a media hack or is this oh my god oh my god who? Oh, who? Wait, this was Hillary. This there was you Hillary. go. There this, you I was go. Say, this was on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck me. Yeah. No. It was like I could. Well, I mean, the thing is, like that. I knew like, you had it. It just needed. Yeah. 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 That's. There that's, like, that's like every single like right wing shithead on Twitter. So it was like, oh, is this Candace Owens? Like, 
But no, no, no. Hillary Clinton. At least some some measurable political importance. Uh, they're worth like a quarter of a billion, by the way. Uh, and that's very vague well, because nobody's nobody's been able to get into their, yeah, their yeah. finances well, I mean, for like, a while. Well, it's like that's the fucking Clinton Foundation. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm just surprised that even without Galaxy Brain Robbie Mook around making $10 million a year to do analytics for her, that she's still able to come up with such genius progressive strategy as if you give the Nazis what they want, they won't want anything anymore. Ergo, you win. That's the sort oh, yeah. of Sun Tzu I mean, art of war shit that that's why I, she's still my president. Like that that was that was probably my let me just say that was probably my favorite part of the twenty eighteen election where all the like the shithead centrist Democrats like Heidekamp who were like, you know, maybe we should look at how at if you can end birthright citizenship, and then they just all fucking lost. That was that was that was a good moment last year. Alrighty. Um This one's gonna be a super easy slam dunk, but I'm very entertained by it, so we're going to do it anyway. Quote, I'm a little confused why she's the thing, but it's a good example of what I'm talking about. There you go. A bright, shiny new object came out of nowhere and surprised people. Fuck you, Claire McCaskill. The the woman who said, Chuck Schumer's great because as a leader, he doesn't make you vote for things that the party believes in. She said that as a celebration of his leadership. Well, she was one of the ones that wanted to end birthright citizenship, so, you know, hey, fuck her. She's worth she's, she's worth about twenty seven million by the way so she's, oh, she's yeah. she's doing just fine. It's great when she's like, oh yes, well we'd all win if we gave people progressive policies that they could believe in, but that's not what this is about, is it? So fuck you, AOC. Oh, in that same interview, she said, uh, "We only accomplish things. The tough stuff only gets fixed if we take tough votes and we compromise." Fuck off. That's why we've compromised our way into a very united and powerful nation where there's not a reality show guy currently calling Anna Wintour eight times a night to remind her that he's president. All right, John, last one's for you. This one is not 2018, but it's relevant for something that just happened in the last week. Quote, Donald Trump is a fraud. His promises are as worthless as a degree from Trump University. I I will give you a hint. It is a Republican. Oh, well, that takes out my... Quote of literally any person on earth. Uh, Republican and the Senate now. Oh, is it Mitt Romney? Yes, it is. That's all That's all Mitt Romney during the election. Yep, yep. Don't worry, he's... Don't, he, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's going right back into his role as the, as the king of the never-Trump guys, the, the adult in the room. Who's also going to vote for the wall because, I mean, like, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he ran on anti-immigration shit. Like, that, the Mormons eat that shit up. They, like, he, he is blitheringly racist, but hey, you know what? He keeps the hood on. Uh, Mitt Romney, also worth about a quarter of a billion. Uh, I'm positive he's hiding a lot of money, so he's probably higher than that. Yeah, you ever notice that ever since, like, 2012, ever since that election, they kind of stopped mentioning Bain Capital as this, like, terrible, evil thing? Weird, huh? Uh, they should. Bain Capital is the reason Toys R Us went under. They, that's just never mentioned anymore? Like, just how... Yeah, I know. Well, he also ran in Utah, so no one gave a fuck. I'm, yeah. I'm glad Toys R Us went under, because that one time I asked them if they had an extra Star Wars limited edition Bosque figurine, and they said they would check in the back. I think they were just smoking weed. So who has the last laugh now? Me, with all my Bosque figurines. Or- Whereas I love Toys R Us because one time I went there and there was a copy of Final Fantasy III and I did not have the money that week, but I was able to take a little slip of paper and hide it. And then the next week I was able to go find that slip of paper and boom. That's actually into genius. a land of fantasy. <laughs> All right. Right now, Rob is leading by a half point. Oh, we need a tiebreaker. Well, no, you don't. Gonna... I'm just winning. That's <laughs> You'd have to have a tie for a tiebreaker. <laughs> We're going to do a quick lightning round. Uh, you're going to see as many as you, we have, I have four questions for each of you. You have about a minute to get through them. We'll see who has the most at the end of that. Okay. All right. All right, Rob, we're going to start with you. Wait, why don't you just put all eight to both of us and have us compete? All right, we can do that. Question numero uno. Who did Jeff Flake have a bipartisan snowball fight Corey with Booker. last week? Got winter? it. Got Damn. Up. I didn't think anybody Damn. was going to get that. All right. That's fuck. Fun. Yeah, I didn't actually see it, but I felt the shockwave for how awkward that fucking was all the way in New York. (laughs) Apparently you're just following like all the the latest and greatest Jeff Flake news and updates. Uh, Aren't we all? Look, him and and Cory Booker meeting, I had to watch just to see if they would merge into like a single entity like Goku and Vegeta fighting trunks. Oh, boy. (laughs) Power of bipartisan 
rhetoric, and apps for some reason combined. <laughs> I'm picturing I'm picturing them doing the fusion dance. That's that's no no. Let's continue on. Let's My move on. Children please. hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have a picture of them doing the fusion dance now, too, and it's amazing. It's good. All right. Second question. Uh, it's an easy one. Who did AOC beat in her primary? Oh, Joe Crowley. There we go, John. All right. Third question. What is Ted Cruz's wife's first name? Elizabeth. Heidi? Oh, fuck Heidi. Yeah. Yes, we, we, we did Yes. That. We did a whole episode. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't listen to most of that. <laughs> <laughs> It was like yeah. six hours long. <laughs> you know, it's unbelievable that a, a 10 hour miniseries about Heidi Cruz wasn't more <laughs> wildly popular. <laughs> I'm just imagining a Ken Burns style documentary where it's panning over like a sepia toned photo of Heidi Cruz at age 16. And it's like, that was the night she discovered Bacardi Breezers. <laughs> <laughs> this would come to play later in life. And then a fiddle starts. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> All right, question number four. This one's a little bit longer and complicated, so give me a second to get through it. No. This year, we finally had a mass shooting in which numerous survivors of a previous mass shooting were involved. Vegas, baby. That was in thousand. God, fuck you. Swingers. Fuck you, Rob. Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. <laughs> Uh, so someone, multiple people lived through both. Your money, this baby. Was, Your this money. This was Thousand Oaks. Um, and then, uh, of course, unfortunately, multiple people did not live through both. They got through Vegas and then got shot in Thousand Oaks. But yes, yep. Vegas was the one that they originally lived through. Correct. That one goes yep. to Rob. All right. Who got appointed to McCain's seat after losing the Senate race to cinema this fall? I'm, yeah, uh, the- I'm not super into politics. I don't follow it. I don't really care yeah, about the, the comings and goings of the various figures of prominence. I tone, tune it out most of the time. So I, I don't right. have an answer to this one. Point yeah, to, point to one Brett. Either. This was Martha McSally. Martha cool. McSally. Right. I lived in her district, so I know her very well. Uh, I couldn't have picked either of them out of a lineup. So <laughs> The Martha McSally thing is relevant or, or just an interesting thing to know because that is how people get into positions of power. They often don't win a democratic election. They get placed there and then they have the incumbent advantage Yep. from there on out. And that's what's, that is what the Republicans are actively doing. McSally. She couldn't lose a fresh race. Couldn't win a fresh race with cinema where they were both new to the Senate, but maybe she can beat the next person that she runs against uh, from the Democrats after she spent two years in the Senate. Certainly possible. All right, next question. What politician used to moderate a racist Facebook group? Uh, all of them? Correct, but there's one specifically that this came out and was part of the election discussion this year. Uh, Santorum? Santorus? Santos? Uh, Rick DeSantis? Just go with the last name. The Rick first name. For... De, I don't know, it's the uh, Florida De, governor. DeSantis. There you go. DeSantis. I just yeah. said DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go throughout for DeSantis. It just, it's, not, it's not Rick. <laughs> Well, in a way it is, you know, <laughs> in a way that every guy who's racist is a little bit of a Rick. Some of us, gonna, some of us Samanthas, like, you know, but other people are Ricks. <laughs> All right. Next one. Ron uh, DeSantis. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say, could you just imagine literally any candidates like Facebook group, just like what some of the shit getting posted to that is? Yeah. But again, he moderated the group. It came out. It was clear to everyone what was happening, and he still won because Florida. Two more left. Oh, John, I think you need both of these. All right, all right. What company was cited by the UN as helping fuel the genocide of Rohingya Muslims in Myanmar? Mm. Tech company. Well, this. Damn, you know what? You hit me on my two real blank spots: Muslims and Myanmar. As a true American, <laughs> yeah, was, I don't know a, anything about either of those, company. and my brain turns off. The audio, the audio is slightly super cut micro. Out. Uh, was it, no, this wasn't. This wasn't Facebook, was it? Apple it was Facebook. John. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember this because it was like they were. Was it? They were promoting or promoting stories or like and suppressing shit for one of the sides. Like they were being paid to do that. Is this the Rohingya Something. thing? Yes, I said Rohingya. Oh, sorry. I, I, it cut I out. out. It, yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah, it cut out. 
Fuck both of you. No, seriously. No, it really did, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I'll I'll take that as an excuse. But I mean, besides, I got it right anyway. We both so get the me. point for that then, huh? <laughs> which no. which means John's already <laughs> lost. All right, we just gotta move forward, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. All right, here. The last one is give me two of the three red state Democrats who lost in twenty eighteen. Senators. Oh God, McCaskill's one, right? And Haida Camp. Yeah. All right. Split the point. <laughs> and we split it, which means and I still win. Rob wins. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Well, guys, I'd like to thank everyone um, that inexplicably contributed to me knowing any of these things. The 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 questions were gerrymandered. Luckily, yeah. Rob won by enough that the rules lawyering did not affect anything. <laughs> wow, that gives meaning to an otherwise meaningless result. Which is something we all seek and crave. So see you in 2019. I did better than any Texas Democrat. Yeah, yeah, but what's your Cav game like? (laughs) Listen, he's he's working on his Cavs hard while he watches anime at the gym. He's getting there. That's actually true. I know. That that is a factual statement about John. All right, everybody. uh, Welcome to 2019. It it'll it'll be hard for it to be a worse year. This will probably be a better year, folks. Fucking doubt it. Fake positive. <laughs> if nothing else in 2019, we will be here to commiserate with you. Uh, congrats to Rob on his glorious win, and enjoy Rob uh, doing uh, doing us doing the scat version of the Soviet anthem as our <laughs> outro this week. Pop it up, scoop it up, pop Marxism, Leninism, uh, Trotsky, pop you woo. Oh, <laughs>